everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. As always, we have a lineup of listener letters, a special corner, and more. So please stay tuned. I'm Karen Choi. And I'm Emily Jennings. We'll be right back. Hi, Karen. Hello, Emily. How have you been this week? I've been pretty good, although I started off the week with a slight cold mm. and a sore throat. Uh, but I've been getting better and my voice is yeah, getting better. Yeah, you sound good today. Mm-hmm. So it's been good. Uh, how have you been? I've been good. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's been kind of a mixture of cold and warm and yeah. air dust. So I think a lot of people are getting sick, sick. but I was quite lucky. Uh, That's good. That's I should good. cross my fingers yes. that Knock I don't get sick. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we have been getting a lot of uh, letters from Mm -hmm. our listeners in Russia these days and they ask for various souvenirs and they express a lot of interest on our programs here at KBS World as of late. Yeah, these letters have been coming into us quite frequently lately and it must be because of the growing interest in K-pop and K-culture in Russia lately. Mm -hmm. Now, I heard that there are hundreds of thousands of Russians enjoying Korean pop culture, cinema and music these days. Right, and I do hear that a lot of tourists from Korea also visit Russia these days as well. But in line with the recent K-culture boom in Russia, a group of Russians here in Korea has launched an organization to introduce and support the Korean culture wave of Hallyu. Yes, this newly organized K-culture supporters group held a ceremony at a Russian hotel earlier this week in a bid to assist cultural exchanges between South Korea and Russia, while, of course, supporting the spread of Halu. Right. So this new organization has 17 members so far with Yuri Kolosov, chief of the International Relations Bureau of the Russian Filmmakers Association, and Anatoly Levin, chief conductor of the Symphony Orchestra of the Moscow State Tchaikovsky Conservatory, representing the Russian culture, arts, and academic fields. Wow, they have some very prestigious mm-hmm. members. And other members also include blo- uh, who publish monthly K-pop magazines, university students and Russian attendees who learn Korean language and culture at a private cultural centre here. Right. And according to sources, the K-pop supporters will actively participate in exchange programmes between the two countries in the fields of cinema, music, literature and Korean studies. And they will also positively support various kinds of cultural events to be held by the South Korean embassy in Moscow. Well, as the first step, the supporters will open a free showing of Korean films on March 22nd at a cinema in Moscow, while designating the third Wednesday of each month as a free showing day for Korean movies. That sounds like a very Mm. good plan. And the supporters will will periodically hold open lectures on Korean culture and classical music concerts uh, that musicians from the two countries will attend. Well, it sounds like a wonderful way to further the cultural exchange between the two sides on a private level and we certainly hope for further exchange and we hope to hear more from our listeners in Russia as well. Right, we certainly do. Now we have been reminding our listeners for feedback on the reception conditions for 9.515 megahertz after our technical staff at the Kimja Transmission Center made some changes to the antenna angle to 
See if it would improve the poor reception as well as the interference problem that our listeners have been reporting as of late. Yes, we're collecting feedback to report to Kim Jae to see if the change has improved the situation. So if you listen to us on that frequency, 9.515 in the European region or elsewhere, please let us know if you've noticed any changes since the antenna angle change, which occurred in mid-January. Right, and it would help us immensely if you could be detailed in your reports by mentioning what kind of interference you hear, or if you could actually send us an audio file of what you hear, uh, but any kind of report will help. Yes, we will collect your feedback for the next few weeks and report back to Kim Jae and see if any further adjustments need to be made, so please let us know. Okay, it's time now to move on to our listener letters and reception reports, so don't go away, we'll be right back. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to jump into our listener letters and reception reports. We had another batch of lovely handwritten, typed up, emailed comments, letters and reception reports sent to us by you, our listeners. So let's get started. All right. Well, we're going to start off with the letters that we received here at the KBS World Radio studios. The first one is from Shigeru Kunimatsu of Fukuoka, Japan. He listened to us on a Sony ICF shortwave 10 receiver with a rod antenna on October 31st, 2015. The frequency was 9.570 MHz at 0800 hours UTC, and the reception condition was overall excellent, with the Simpo rating five across the board. Mm. Shigeru said that he heard the news with details about Korea-Japan relations and North Korea, and he added, I listened to your program, Korean team baseball fighting. Ideho is the best player. Oh, well, I guess our listener is a big fan of baseball and maybe especially Korean baseball. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for your reception report and comments. Now, for our listeners who might not be familiar with Ideho, he is a Korean baseball star who is currently playing for the Seattle Mariners in the MLB in America and I think Shigeru is familiar with him because he also played for the Auric Buffaloes and the Fukuoko Softbank Hawks from 2012 until 2015 and of course both of those teams are in Japan. That's right and maybe Shigeru was able to see Ideo in action at mm. his home stadium since he lives in right. Fukuoka so uh, we know how popular baseball is is in Japan as it is popular here in Korea as well. So thanks so much for your handwritten reception report and we hope to hear back from you soon. Uh, moving on, we had our official monitor, Cheng Nan Lu of Kaohsiung City, Taiwan send us his reception reports for the month of December. He listened every single day from December 1st through the 31st at 0800 hours UTC on 9.570 megahertz, and on most days the reception could condition was overall excellent except for the 10th and the 30th and those two days recorded good reception so overall very good. Well Cheng listened to us on a JRC NRD 92 receiver with a whip antenna and said please send me English reception report forms from KBS thanks. I am enclosing RTI desk calendar 2016 which I hope you will enjoy mm-hmm. and we got Radio Taiwan International's nice desk Mm -hmm. calendar. It's 
very cute with a monkey on it yeah. as 2016 is the year of the monkey and it's magnetic so uh, we can stick it up on a refrigerator uh, with a little handy little mm-hmm. notepad and we posted up a picture of it a while ago on our Facebook page and I'm sure our listeners have already seen yeah, it and it commented was, it on it. It was popular on the Facebook page. Everybody thought it was adorable and right. of course it is very cute. And the person who actually ended up with me, with it is me. Yes, Karen <laughs> was the, the lucky winner of the lovely gift. Mm-hmm. Um, I took it home and it is up on our refrigerator wall and um, I keep it for a grocery mm-hmm. list. I'm using it well. So thank you so much, Cheng Lanu. I feel like I have a, a piece of Taiwan with me at home. So thanks so much for sharing that and sending that to us. Yeah, it's always lovely when we get uh, nice souvenirs from our listeners around the world. Mm -hmm. Well, our next letter is from Alan Dean of the British DX Club in Lancashire, England. Here is what he said. Dear Karen and Emily, thank you for the QSL card and calendar I received in reply to my letter and report card back in November 2014. I continue to try to hear you via shortwave and I'm pleased to say that the transmission is sometimes audible here at my home in Paddyham, a small town situated in the northwest of England. If possible, I would be very grateful if you could once again verify by QSL. When I last wrote, I mentioned that I enjoy many of the songs featured. However, I don't know if you will be able to help me with the following. Back on October 29th in 2015, you featured a song at the end of the program which was brilliant. I did not catch the correct title or the name of the female singer, although I do think her name was something like Noodle. After all this time, I still remember this song, and if possible, I would be very grateful if you are able to tell me both the song's correct title and the name of the singer. I will try to obtain a copy of it, if it's possible to do so. I look forward, hopefully, to continuing to hear KBS World Radio throughout the coming year. Many thanks. Mm -hmm. And Alan goes on saying, regarding the two enclosed postcards, one shows the small town of Paddyham where I live, and it is situated in the northwest of England in the county of Lancashire, and the other shows Pendle Hill, which overlooks the town. Well, first of all, Alan, thank you so much for the lovely postcards. They're really beautiful and quite a nice reminder for me of home because mm. the, the scenery is similar Does it to look Ireland. Similar yeah. to Ireland? Actually, it looks similar to my hometown, oh, Sligo, really? so I might have to, to visit uh, Paddyham sometime. Mm. It looks like a lovely, quaint old town, and Pendle Hill looks really really beautiful in the postcard as well. Now, we posted up photographs of the postcards on our Facebook page so we could share the beautiful scenery of your neighbourhood with our listeners. And Alan wrote to us saying that he listened uh, to 7.275 megahertz at 1800 hours UTC on January 16th, 2016. And about the reception, he said it was fair with moderate interference at times from the voice of Vietnam on 7.280 megahertz and the simple was three three four three three mm-hmm. and he also added details of our program saying that he heard the news bulletin on a meeting in tokyo regarding sanctions against north korea and our program listeners lounge mm-hmm. uh, now about the october 29th show back in 2015 mm-hmm. uh, that was a thursday and we checked back through our soul calling and k-pop connection show for that day uh, but we couldn't find a 
many female artists with a name that was similar to what Alan mentioned. So we're thinking that maybe it might have been a different date. So if you can remember the name of the show or what was mentioned maybe in the show, we can try to find the song title for you. Also, please let us know if you listened that day through our website app or shortwave radio and that might be a little helpful Mm -hmm. as well but thank you for your letter and we will do our best to try to find out what song it was and try to get back to you when we have more details yes and of course we hope to hear back from you soon again now peter boek from germany sent us his reception log for december his report is for december 23rd and he listened at 1300 hours utc on 9.570 megahertz and 15.575 megahertz the reception condition was fair to good for 15.575 megahertz and overall good for 9.570 megahertz. Now, Peter also mentioned that he heard us from Tangjung in Indonesia. Here is what he wrote. Dear friends, I am back in Indonesia again. The upcoming year 2016 will be the biggest challenge for me. I will start my time as a pensioner. That will bring my relocation to Indonesia. In some respect, I feel ready for this change and I am optimistic. I hope to intensify my monitoring of your station because the situation in your country is of special interest to me. Germany has been reunited for 25 years, but East and West Germany were not separated for as long as the two Koreas. In 1972, I visited relations in the eastern part of Germany for the first time and it was possible to send letters and make phone calls. Such a development should be possible for the two Koreas too, and this would reduce reservations and build up some kind of trust. I wish a good start in the year 2016 and hope that all wishes come true. Mm, Well, first of all, Peter, it's been a while since we last heard Mm -hmm. from you, so thank you so much for getting back in touch with us, and we hope you are excited about your new transition as you are officially retired. Mm -hmm. It is a big transition. And I'm sure that you are nervous and a little bit worried about your future, but you've worked hard for all these years and we hope that you enjoy the break off from work and relax a little bit doing the things that you weren't able to do while you were busy working. And if you have the chance, you know, get back in touch with us and let us know if you're, you know, if there was a particular reason why you chose Indonesia as your destination for living after retirement. And maybe since you will have more time, you can listen to to us a little bit more and keep on corresponding with us with your reception reports and let us know how you are doing and you know thank you for your interest in uh, how the two Koreas are doing and we hope that you will keep on being interested and uh, definitely people here in Korea are also this is something an issue that we are keenly interested in as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, you know, the fact that you're in Indonesia, it is interesting to us because it's a beautiful place and Mm -hmm. I would maybe like to retire there someday. So do do let us know about how the conditions are there. Yeah, it Mm. would be quite cool because it is a beautiful place. And I know the weather is nice and warm as Mm -hmm. well. Now, we are continuing to see rocky relations between the north and south of Korea, unfortunately. But Germany has set a wonderful example for reunification. And that is what many people 
will hope will happen here too. Uh, so it's uh, it's great to see that you are sticking in touch with us and uh, please do keep those uh, messages coming into us. Mm-hmm. Now our next letter is from Anid Mohanbain of India and he wrote Namaste, a happy new year 2016. Warm greetings from the Steel City of India. I am Anid Mohan Ban, a regular listener of various shortwave stations. Radio is part of my life and I started tuning in when I was a child. I will be highly obliged if you send me your current programme and frequency schedule and a photograph of all your announcers. Yours sincerely. Well, Anand included a beautiful picture postcard saying Happy New Year 2016 in this letter. And what's interesting about Anand's letter to us is that they are always included Included in a China Radio International yes. envelope. Mm-hmm. So we first thought that he might have addressed his reports incorrectly and they were sent to China Radio International. And the folks there were kind enough to see that he was addressing them to us mm-hmm. here. So they mailed it over to us. Uh, but seeing that there are no Indian stamps mm-hmm. or postmarks, we're guessing that uh, Anand might have mailed it from China uh-huh. himself. So Anand, are you in China or maybe working at China Radio International? We are very curious. Please tell us a little bit more about you. Um, I was actually looking through some stuff at home and I found a very old QSL card with a picture of uh, some of our KBS radio staff members on it. I think it was a picture of all of our KBS world radio staff members from all of the different language sec- sections oh, that really? we took. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Okay. From a so, few years ago. Yeah, from a few years ago. So I'll bring it in for you and make sure that our mail correspondent, Yunha, sends it to you. And I'll post a photograph of it. I think we do have a photograph of it on our Facebook page if we go back and look mm, further. Okay, cool. So uh, we hope that we can get some reception reports from you in the near future. And we can send you our new QSLs as well. But I'll make sure to get that to Yunha so she can send you that and you can take a look at it and see our... Uh, our lovely staff members here at KBS World. Yeah, well, Anid, thanks so much for the lovely postcard. And uh, we have already actually posted a photo of the postcard you sent to us on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And we hope to learn more about you and have this mystery solved when you write into us next time because this China Radio International thing is something that everyone in our office has been talking about. (laughs) Well, now let's move on to the emails that we've received these past few weeks. Our next letter is from... Sumar Bacharji of West Bengal, India. Mm-hmm. And he wrote, Dear friends at KBS World Radio English section, warm greetings from India. In this email, along with my comments on the program, please kindly note my reception report on the shortwave broadcast of KBS English Radio as observed by me on February 2nd at 9.515 megahertz from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC on February 3rd on the same frequency and February 6th on the same frequency as well. If my report is found to be correct and if it is possible and convenient to you, I request you to kindly verify my report with a reception of KBS QSL verification card only as per your convenience. Well, he goes on saying, First of all, I wish a very happy Lunar New Year to all of you at KBS. May the new year bring good luck, success and prosperity to all of you. I am aware of the harsh winter there in Korea, so I hope spring season is not far away. I also wish good weather conditions to all of you and thank you for the great programs. I follow the English programs frequently. I would like to inform you that 
9.515 MHz for 1600 hours UTC English broadcast is so far doing well as observed from here in the eastern part of India, South Asia. Around November-December last year, the performance of 9.515 and 9.640 MHz deteriorated very much, but I am happy now that the reception conditions have improved following the transmitter corrections that were made recently. 9.640 MHz is not doing well, though, unfortunately. Mm. Well, uh, our listener sent his reports for early February, so it sounds like maybe the antenna angle change is working. Mm-hmm. And it's good news. Mm-hmm, 9.515 is working a little bit w- uh, better than before. So, uh, like we mentioned, we have been asking our listeners to give us a lot of details on the reception conditions for 9.515 since that slight antenna angle change. And Sumya made some comments about that. He says that for 9.515 megahertz, the signal strength is good. And interference level is not bothering me much, but there are obviously some exceptions. For example, on February 2nd, the signal was quite weak. On the following day, I observed a spike in the interference level and listening was not possible after first 30 minutes. Then on the 6th of February, I found wonderful reception again, which was really good. I'm attaching a sample audio clip of the broadcast observed on February 6th for your information, which is the average standard reception now. I hope this will be of interest to you. There's no doubt that good reception plays a great role in shortwave listening. It is so good that after the technical adjustments, I'm able to hear the programs once again. It was almost impossible to hear the programs before these adjustments. These days, much focus is on the upcoming missile test by North Korea. I understand the threats and I pray for your safety. Thanks for giving good coverage of the situation, including international opinion on the issue in the news and so-calling programs. I appreciate the so-calling show for being the most informative and relevant one. The discussion format is easy to understand and the hosts do it very efficiently. So-calling is the best way to be updated on the recent issues, and it was interesting to note that Seoul turns into a ghost city during the new year as people celebrate with families and shops and offices remain closed. But don't you have any special outdoor celebrations like the January New Year? Well, thank you so much for the kind attention to my report, and I hope that this will be useful to you. It will be wonderful if you can kindly acknowledge receipt of this email on the Listener's Lounge program. Please take care and all the very best to you. Well, thank you so much for your detailed report and comments. And I'm sure your audio files will be very useful for our technical staff at the Kim Jae Transmission Centre. Now, we will make sure to relay the information to them as soon as possible. And for our listeners tuning into 9.515 megahertz, please continue to give us feedback on the reception conditions for that frequency. It seems for West Bengal, India, the conditions have improved due to the antenna angle change, but the situation is not that much better even after the change for the European region. We got some feedback from listeners in North America saying that they were able to hear us on 9.515 MHz, but we haven't heard much back from those listeners recently. So please do keep us informed so that we can continue to send feedback to Kim Jae and work to provide all of our listeners around the world with a better service. 
Well, I think we might have time for one last reception report. Our official monitor, Nick Sharp of the UK, wrote to us on January 31st, and it sounds like 9.515 megahertz is still not being heard very well in his region, despite the antenna angle change at Kim J. Yes, he listened to us on January 30th at 22 hours UTC on 11.810 megahertz, and the Simpo rating was one across the board, so it was very poor, and he said that it was impossible to hear us. He also noted that he can barely hear the interval signal on 9.515 MHz at 1600 hours UTC and that there is no reception at all of the 2000 hours UTC transmission on 11.810 MHz. Mm. Well, Nick used a Yesu Musen FRT 7700 uh, aerial tuning unit receiver with a 15 meter long wire antenna located two meters above ground to listen to us. Uh, but he did did send in a report for February 15th, which was a few you know, days later, mm-hmm. and it was for 9.515 megahertz uh, at 1600 hours UTC. And amazingly enough, the simple rating was four across the board, wow. which I have never seen before That's uh, for Nick in a while. And he said the reception was good throughout the entire transmission period. And he added, this is the best reception I have had for KBS World Radio for a very long time, maybe with the start of the change of seasons in a few few weeks uh time with few weeks time reception will be very good again yeah that is wonderful news and we really really hope that this will uh, continue mm-hmm. for all of our listeners in europe now please do keep us updated on the reception conditions for a 9.515 megahertz nick and i believe that might be all the time we have for our letter and reception reports from you today so thank you so much everyone for keeping in touch with us all right well it's now time for us to move to our future program the DX Report, and this week we have our American DX Report with Kevin O'Donovan. Hello, KBS listeners. This is Kevin O'Donovan here across the border in Mexico bringing you this week's listening tips. Did you know that KBS World Radio has podcasts available to download? Podcasts are quite convenient while traveling. The daily news segments, so calling, and listeners' lounge programs are all available to download. There are plenty of third-party podcast players to download for your smartphones, such as Downcast for Apple devices or Pocket Cast for Android devices. In the past, I haven't been a fan of Apple's pre-installed podcast app. However, I recently revisited, and it's not all that bad. To subscribe to KBS World Radio's podcast, simply search for KBS World Radio in the search box and from there you will be given a list of podcasts from all their language services. Now, if the podcast app you're using doesn't have KBS World Radio in the search function, you can copy and paste the link from the KBS website. Simply go to world.kbs.co.kr, and on the right side, you will see information on their podcasts. And do you remember former host Luke Clary? You can see him on the KBS News video podcast. He's become quite a celebrity in Korean with his appearances on TV. Here are a couple of logins during my time in Mexico. From Peru, Radio Cultura was heard at 11.30 UTC on 4.955 MHz with a rather weak signal. Also, Radio Verdad from Guatemala was heard at around 4 hours UTC on 4.055 MHz with some religious programming with a fair signal. Radio Guyana from South America was heard around 2.30 UTC on 3.290 MHz 
with some pop music being played along with the fair signal. If you live in the U.S. and southern Canada, you might be able to pick up some of these strong Mexican stations on the medium wave band during the night hours. These stations have been heard even all the way up in the state of Nebraska where I used to live. Border Blaster XEROK from Ciudad Juarez, just across from El Paso, can be heard on 800 kilohertz with lots of northern Mexican music and talk. XEG, referred to as La Ranchera de Monterrey, airs on 1050 kilohertz. Also from Mexico City, XEW, which broadcasts on 900 kilohertz, can be heard well into the states as they use around 250 kilowatts of power. And that's all for this week's listening tips. I'll be back next week with more radio-related news. And until next time, everyone, have a great week and take care. Well, that's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. Thank you for joining us today. This has been Emily Jennings. And I'm Karen Choi. We'll be back next week with another interesting show. So be sure to tune in again. Have a great weekend, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.